Hello. I'm ready from Dan. It's interesting. Um, Happy New Year's. The first episode of the podcast. I'm back on my podcast stuff. Um, I'm here today with... Sally Mott. Oh, that's... Oh, I would have said... I was going to say Mott if I pronounced it. Oh, good thing you said it <laughs> No, first. it's like the applesauce. Mott's applesauce. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They that's... call me Mott sauce. So. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Actually, <laughs> um, today we're talking about Sally. I'm interviewing Sally because she's very interesting, and that's what we talk about on this podcast: interesting things. Now, my first question for you, Sally, is: What is it that you do? Um, I am a race car driver and a professional kart racer. So I um, I race go karts. So people think concession carts right like outlaw pass um you know 50 miles an hour and they kind of handle like crap but this is like professional uh, very spec very close there's like super tight race craft and um i also race miatas at harris hill raceway um same program everything is spec and um super competitive but yeah no that's really cool so you like so like you wouldn't. You're not in like the same like. You're not doing things like NASCAR is doing, right? That's not like the same thing. That's like a little different. Um. Well, I'm definitely not at that level yet. Oh. That is the goal. But NASCAR is. Um. They're mostly oval racing. They have introduced road racing, which is what I'm doing, which is multiple turns, if you will. Um. But the traditional like oval racing is just in a oval, obviously. Um, but that is the desired, that's the goal. I want to get to that professional level of racing. No, that's, that's really cool actually. Cause like, I didn't know there was like, um, different forms of racing involved. Like I knew there was like different like types, but like, I didn't know there was like that like depth into it. Or, oh like, yeah. It, it goes so much deeper than anyone thinks like. Mm-hmm. From the outside, it looks like you're just sitting in the car, stepping on the gas and turning the car, but it's there's so much more. How did you get into this? Like, what made you start racing? Um, my dad has been racing for about 40 years, and he's like a multi-level national champion, so I've always grown up around it. And um, when I was eight years old, I got in my first cart, and I would drive around the track for fun, but not racing competitively because I was scared. Um, I wish that my dad would have forced me, I guess, to race, like get into a real race and maybe I would have liked it, but maybe I wouldn't have and never would have, um, thought to join racing again. But long story short, when I turned 15, my mindset changed and I decided, Hey, this is really cool. And I can bond with my dad through this. Like I told him one day, I'm like, Hey, you think we can do racing again? And he was like, you know, he wanted a boy, right? That was his whole dream. He was going to name me Fast Freddy, but I turned out to be a girl. So he's like, hmm, Mustang Sally. So he was like, heck yeah, let's go racing. And um, my first race, I got spun out at the first corner, but I was like, dad, we got to keep on doing this. I love this. And so from then on, we've just been racing nonstop for about two and a half years. Oh, that's that's really cool that you and your dad have something like that. You know, I, wish, I bet a lot of people wish their dad would never been their dad, but like, close like that that could do something like that you know like me and my dad we don't but that's a different topic another day <laughs> um does your dad push you 
like too hard? Like, is he? He's like he's your coach, right? He is, yes, and my mechanic. It, does he um, ever make you like? Does he ever push you too much, or is he like very like you know calm when coaching you? He's like like you got this, you got this. He's in like you know in your face type coach. Um. Well, he is the type of coach to where I mess up he definitely makes it known he he tells me straight to my face and that's how I'd rather be he's so straight up like he's like wow you really suck right now like you look like a knob and he's like you need to get it together but of course he tells me how to get better and um, he is hard on me but it comes from love and a lot of passion that he has for the sport and he wants me to really be the best I can be but when it comes to the background so when I'm not on track um, doing everything that I can do to be better on track, like working out, um, playing on the simulator, um, reading, reading about racing, everything I can do. He tells me that it has to come from within. He's not going to force me to do anything because if I don't want to do it, then we're just wasting our money and I need to be self-motivated. That's that's good. You know, he's your parent, but he's also your coach. You know, there's, there's some people that are like coaches that are parents, you know, they like, um, they treat their kid like differently. You know what I mean? Like they treat their kid like they're still their kid when I'm coaching. Like I, I remember um, growing up with people like that. You know, who had a dad that would coach you that you know treat them to like the son when they were like doing sports and stuff. But um, what's the hardest thing mentally and physically when racing, like preparing racing, like how how do you like get ready mentally and physically? Um. Mentally, I would say definitely visualizing the start of the race. I mean, everything, like every scenario that could happen. Um, Practicing on the simulator to get your mind right to enhance focus, I guess. And um, physically, working out every day. Uh, I try to go for one to two hours every day. Um, But the hardest thing mentally is definitely the butterflies before the race. Um, the nerves which I'm learning to control and turn into excitement rather than oh my god I'm so scared I'm so scared Um, I'm learning to be more confident and like I got this I know what I need to do Um, if this goes wrong like it's okay just I'm just gonna keep going Um, but once I put the helmet on and I turn the engine on everything all the butterflies go away and I'm I'm like I got this it's Mm. gonna be okay that's good. That's good. Confidence really good. That was actually my next question. Are you a very, like, confident person in a sense of, like, when you go to a race and you, like, you're about to race, do you, like, know you're going to win? Like, I imagine you, like, already know some of your competition. Like, when you go out there, you're like, yeah, I got this. Oh, it put me on a podium already. <laughs> um, For sure in karting because last year I won um, two karting championships and the competition is really, really tight. So I know my competition, like specifically, I know each person, what they're going to do and what they're thinking because we've raced together so much. And um, I know that if I can put my, if I put my mind to it, 100%, I will win those races. Um, but when it comes to the Miata, I have not yet, I haven't gotten to that level yet. I'm still getting used to um, just the way the car works. I've only been in about six or seven Miata races. So it'll I'll get there. I'm definitely that's what I'm striving to because to be at that level in the cart that I am in the Miata. No, that's good, you know, like you have your like strengths and stuff and like you're building up to that 
that's that's good you know that's that's actually like i didn't know like it didn't like actually good are you saying that because i was thinking like you were like just like even in those two categories but those are different like you just said kart racing and miata miata yeah miata it's a it's just like sedan racing so just like it's just different because cars have suspension and they have roll body so a cart you can think of it as racing on a plate it's like literally just a chassis on wheels so there's no suspension or anything um so it's completely different but all the great drivers start out in karting so it builds a really good foundation for anything else that you want to pursue in karting okay i mean racing Hmm. now you were talking about driving and then and like earlier before we started the podcast you were talking about like dirt racing and in my mind i'm thinking like dirt racing that has to be like pretty like bad not in the sense of like maybe not as like smooth as like driving on the road so is there any like safe risk in like what you're doing like is there a chance that you can get hurt or anything that could happen that could like severely hurt you oh for sure um i actually had a crash in nola so new orleans last year in march and it kind of went viral in the karting community and i spun about like four times in the air um like if you think of a ufo the way that it spins in the air that's how i spun and um my neck when i hit the ground it like snapped all the way back almost hitting the axle and um i got whiplash from all angles which i didn't think was possible but i definitely got that and um when I lifted my head back up, obviously everyone had driven away from me, and I saw like I saw stars, kind of. Mm. Uh, I wasn't hurt though, n- nothing severe. Um, and then in the the car, my Miata, I recently got crashed into going downhill. Someone went off track, on track, and just smashed right into me, um, basically damaging the whole front end and. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, you can definitely get hurt. Um, but hmm. in the car, there's a roll cage, and oh. there's a Hans device which straps your neck to your helmet. There's a five-point harness. So you're going to have to get in a really, really serious crash to get, like, severely hurt. Well, okay, you know, that's good. You're safe. I imagine they have they make those cars built that they can take anything, and that person can, like, withstand anything or, like, most things that you won't get severely hurt. But you were talking about racing in uh, New Orleans. Where else have you raced at? Um, I have traveled to Amarillo, which is about like 10 hours away from Victoria. Um, Houston. I think the only place out of state that I've actually raced is New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. It was for a regional series, karting series. Um, but we have traveled to Las Vegas to watch one of the biggest karting races in the world. We did not race at it, though, but... Yeah. Hmm, okay. Um, so, hmm, I don't know if I want to bring this up. Um, I had this a question. Now, are you the only girl doing this? Like, when you go, are you the only, like, girl out there? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, on the rare occasion, there will be another girl. But that's, like, really, really rare. I'm usually the only one out there. So it's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Um, and you intimidate all the other racers, you know, like, oh, she must be different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it makes me feel, I mean, unique, obviously, but it's, it feels even better when I can win 
when all my competition is boys, like I'm leading the pack and I'm the I'm the only girl. Like it's it's pretty powerful. Uh, that's that's good. Um, do you think? Still continuing like this question. Do you think some of the racers look at you like differently since you're a girl? Like, do you think they maybe treat you a little differently, or like even like other like people in the community? Oh, for sure. Um, you can tell the way that they treat you by the way that they drive you. So, um, since I'm a girl, I have to, I guess, put my foot down and be more aggressive to compensate because people are like, oh, she's a girl. I can, if I show my nose cone, like if I show that I'm going to pass her, she'll let off and let me pass her. But instead, I have to change my mindset and be like, no, like, screw that. Like, just because I'm a girl, I'm not going to give you the corner. I'm going to make you work for it. You, you can't just pass me just because you're like, hey, I'm here. You know, I have to I have to be aggressive as well. Just like the guys, they they give me no room. I, they drive me, you know, they drive me even harder than they drive each other, which is crazy. But it, it makes me a better driver, I think. Mm, no, that's, that's really good. You know, that's, um, I guess, coming, overcoming diversity. Did yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Since you're like, you're very like select few. Now, um, is there like um, separate, like is there, are you just, are you like what, are you like in a section where it's every like gender or is there like a only girl racing and only boy racing or are you like choosing to be like the, or is it like just like all together no matter what? Um, in both karting and cars, it's, pretty much all together um men like grown men 60 year old guys to 16 year old boys to 17 year old girls to whoever wants to race i mean it's pretty much all together yeah i thought really, i was about to ask that like what's like 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 yeah are you like you know like age limit or like any like you thought our ages like like you just said like old men or like young kids well um it in, so in the the current um, championship that I'm in in my car, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously you can't be eight years old, but um, in the karting there are categories like um, junior and senior where you have to be a certain age to be in one of them. Um, and if you're like too old, then they put you in the senior category. But um, other than that, that's pretty much it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, you've been doing this for a while, and I imagine you race mostly in Texas. And you said before you see some of the um, same people. Do you have a rival? Like when you like go against <laughs> someone, are you like, man, they better not be here because I'm about to like beat them? Um, yes, for sure. Uh, a few years ago, I did have a whole rivalry where. This guy spun me out, basically took me out of the race and in front of my mom, right? She like, it was, she came to watch my first race or whatever. Well, not first race, but this was the, the race that she came to watch. And I had it in the bag. I was like, I'm going to win this for her, right? And he took me out of the lead. And um, I was like, wow, you know, I took it personally. So the next race, <laughs> I did the same thing to him. Mm. And um, it was a whole thing. But I kind of like it. It fueled the fire for sure. Mm. Um, but now there is, I have some really, really close competition. So every time I'm like, they're there at the race, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a battle. Like mm. it's so close that either one of us can win. It's all about the racecraft and who outsmarts who. Mm. So you really have to bring your game. And I don't know, honestly, I love, I love the competition. And when there's guys who are so equal, like everyone's so equal in speed, that's when you learn the most. Mm. 
Not name drop them. No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no that's cool. Uh, competitive competition is great. I, I love, like, when I used to do sports and stuff, I love, like, there's always, like, somebody. I was like, man, he's here. And I bet he's like, he's here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, we're going to, like, battle, like, powerlifting and stuff. Um, hmm. What are your accolades? Like, what are your, like, list of, like, awards that you, like, put, like, your stats well, um, I have broken the track record three times at uh, my home track. Um, I recently actually got my first regional podium, which it was televised and everything. That was a huge deal for me. I got I ended up second. Um, I actually put it on pole in qualifying. Out of 30 guys, all guys, I qualified first place. That was crazy to me. That was like a really proud accomplishment. Um, I mean, I won two championships last year. I've clean swept races. Um, but to be honest, like to me, it's not that impressive because these were all club races, except for that regional race. I really, really want to start dominating the way that I am in karting in my Miata. And I think that will be more, um, fulfilling, I guess. I mean, I I see it as like, Wow, I've done a lot and I'm pretty good, but I just I want to get better and I want to make these accomplishments. I want to double them. I want to I want to keep on getting them in on a bigger scale. So, hmm. Well, that's really cool. So you like Tom Brady out there. Um, <laughs> so we talked about your dad. How your dad was. You know, your dad like we used to do this, and he was really good. And I imagine he's like your idol. Yeah. Um, is there, like, any other, like, idols that you look up to in this community? Um, local people that I race with, some some of them for sure, but um, if you're asking, like, famous driver, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, my favorite F1 driver is Daniel Ricciardo because of his personality, but, I mean, obviously the greats, like Arden Senna, um, you know, Prost. Um, I don't know if you know any of these, but yeah, I, I probably should know them. <laughs> um, definitely some of the greatest F one drivers, Schumacher, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think my dad is like my biggest hero, my biggest idol for sure. No, that's that's good. Um, now, I feel like I should be. I feel like I should be wrapping this up, but I feel like this, we also didn't really talk as much as I wanted to. You know, I feel like I acted like a lot of questions but we also kind of pretty summed them up pretty good so I guess I um I'll wrap it up here in a little bit with a couple more questions um this one uh are you juicing am I juicing drug test right now no I'm kidding um <laughs> I don't think that's yeah I don't think they would um that's yeah actually that's actually they don't like um what's still like they don't like drug tests, yo, right? Cause they don't. But on the more professional levels of racing, they I'm pretty sure they do because you have to be... You can't be cheating, for sure. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're getting paid to race, like that's your profession, I'm like almost 99% sure that they drug test you. At first, I wouldn't think they would because this wouldn't... Even though this is a sport, it's not like, you know, like a sport where you like have to be at like your peak best but you have to like oh you for you, sure do have to be at your peak yeah, best like after like you what you were saying I'm like oh yeah you probably I have magic I, I did watch some videos like of these guys practicing like um 
turning like uh, like a steer and like I was like man and that's a, that's a lot of force they put in there and like they're like simulation training and it's like it looked like they were like really going hard and I'm like thinking like I bet I could even do that like that shit looks well, really hard it, so like when you watch videos like I said it doesn't look that hard but when you're focused so hard mentally and you have to be able to use your body physically right the second that you think in your in your mind you think oh my gosh I'm tired I'm fatiguing your mind goes straight to that instead of focusing on the next turn and you lose capacity to fully focus on the racetrack in front of you and um that will I mean degrade your performance for sure so you definitely do have to be at your peak you have to be super in shape and you have to be mentally sharp so definitely don't put it past anyone like it's it's a lot harder than it than it seems no that that makes a lot of sense yeah good thing that you're on here and people can listen to this you know like tell all people that think like ah oh, anybody can do this not anybody cannot just do this you definitely know? takes a special kind of person very interesting person um now you were talking about your accidents and like other stuff and like you know um talking about how like people treat you like differently because of like your girl and like a mostly male sport has there ever been a time where you just like i don't want to do this i just want to give up like this ain't this ain't it dog um well i would say to be honest i think earlier when i started racing like earlier in my career i had a realization because i stopped working hard off track I kind of got lazy with it and um, my results started suffering and my dad was like you need to you need to keep doing what you were doing because you suck now like you're not winning anymore and if you don't start doing your homework again then we're just gonna quit because it's a lot of money it's a lot of effort too on my dad's part and he's like I'm putting in 100% and if you're not then what are we doing here and um at that moment, I was like, is this something I really want to do? Because it does take a lot of effort. And um, I was kind of hesitant, but I realized that anything that takes hard work is worth it. And I know that racing makes me happy, and that's what I wanted to do. So to answer your question, I had a little bit of doubt, and then I realized that this is really what I want to do, and it makes me really happy, and it's totally worth it. Hmm. That's good, as long as... I was like happy doing it, you know. You know, I feel like everybody have doubts. I feel like people who are really, I feel like some of the best people who do anything have been like, I don't sure if I want to do this anymore, you know. For um, sure. Has this affected your social life? Like, have this like affected you from being like someone like invites you out or like someone's like, hey, you want to do this? Like, sorry, I got like practice like racing or like. I can't do this this day. I have a race. Has this been like a bit of a like, not a nuisance because you really want to do this, but it has. But has this been like kind of like a um, been like man, like if I was to do this, I could be doing this also. Um, sometimes like there was a party on Halloween one year, and I had a race on Halloween, and um, all my friends went to the party, and I was at the race, and I was kind of bummed out about it, but um, I ended up winning that race, and. It was worth it. You know, parties aren't, they're just not as fulfilling as racing. Like, I want to do racing, and I think that it's more important than just, I don't know. It's something that I want to do, and if I put my mind to it, I'll make it happen. And um, hanging out with people isn't a priority. 
However, it is nice. Um, it doesn't usually get in the way, though. I think that racing has actually um, broken me out of my shell when it comes to social aspects, like you said. Um, because before I raced, I could never, like, approach anyone in public. But now I can, I literally go up to people and ask them stupid questions for my vlogs. And I interview them and I have no problem with it. Like, it's totally broken me out of my shell. So I think racing has actually done me better than being a nuisance for um, my social life and I've also made a lot of friends so I'm not complaining that's really good you know I'm glad that you know it hasn't been like cause I know a lot of people who do like sports and like do stuff they're like man this like I couldn't be doing this man because it's like sucks because I want to be out there with friends even when I was doing like stuff for selectives and sports I was like man if I wasn't doing this I could be doing this, or I could be doing this, I could be taking this, because I don't, because, yeah, but, you know, I think that was probably best. I mean, that's true, I see it, like, whenever you are just hanging out with friends, like, you're not really accomplishing anything for your future, but whenever you're doing something that you love, you know you're building, like, it's gonna be hard work, but it's definitely worth it in the future. Hmm, that's true, you know, you gotta build a uh, brand, you know, you gotta have, like, you know, I feel like when you like do something and like it's better for your like career you know when you have a career I imagine you got you have like you gonna have like money to like do stuff you know like I imagine like you know if you were like to go big with this like imagine you made like a bunch of money now you can like hang out with your friends a lot yeah for sure like go on like like Hawaii yeah like I imagine like I feel like that would like people like mindset like people that like playing like basketball when you go to like the NBA like man I spent all this time grinding and I can like gift to people that like I was that was with me like you know mm-hmm. uh, something like that um I guess this is gonna be my last question here on what is your end goal like what is like you like when you like finally do your last waste where do you want to be at like are you like you um like you're at like when like when you finally stop you're like yep like this is like my career I had a good career and like finally like time to hang it up you know um well, I don't think I'll ever stop racing. I think my career, well, I hope it doesn't end, like, early. Oh, um, but I want to have made it in racing to where I get paid to race. Mm. That would not feel like a job at all. I want to be um, financially free. Mm. Um, obviously, well, not obviously, because people don't know. So, F1, right? That's, like, the highest level of racing. That's actually... They... F1 drivers get paid the most... More than any other athlete in the world. Really? And they travel to, like, every country. And that's also part of my dream. I want to be financially free. I want to race for money, right? So it wouldn't feel like work. And I also want to travel. So if that could be, I guess, the end goal, like what you said, that would be, like, my dream. That would be a dream come true for me. I, I, I noticed I said that was the last question but I have, a, I have a, like a silly question what's your favorite movie based off of racing um I would say oh my gosh there's Talladega Nights have you seen that mm, with Rick it? with uh Will Ferrell oh Ricky yeah, Bobby yeah, 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 yeah. I know what Ricky Bobby is, yeah. Me and my dad are always like, I want to go fish some kind with Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, I also like Rush, and then there's Ford versus Ferrari. But, man, those are the top three. But I have to pick probably Talladega Nights because it's yeah. goofy, and my dad, we just bond over that movie. Yeah. 
I like the movie Turbo with the snail. Oh my god. <laughs> Turbo. Oh, I've seen that. I saw that like when I was little. Imagine being beaten by a snail. Like you just on the track like, yes, yeah, that's ironic. <laughs> uh, that's, that was, uh, that's actually really funny. I might watch that later. <laughs> uh, but thank you um, for coming by, you know, taking time out of your day to be on my podcast. It was very nice having you. You're very interesting what you were talking about um where can people find you at on social media um sally mott racing on instagram i also have a website sallymottracing.com um i'm on facebook and also spotify and it's called um last lap that is my podcast so yeah i would love if anyone interested would give me a follow yeah i make sure to link those when i uh, post this episode make sure to get you out there but yes um thank you all for listening to the first episode of dan was interesting hopefully more episodes are to come and um thank you for listening and i hope y'all continue listening bye